Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Igor Tomic, CEO and founder of Dash Devs and founder of a fintech community called the Fintech Garden. Igor, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure for me to be here today. Excellent. So we're going to be talking about a slightly different topic than we typically cover on the podcast. Dash Devs is based out of the Ukraine, and Igor has generously offered to share some of his experience on how that has shaped the uh, development of his fintech companies. So Igor, to start, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background, and then we'll get into a little bit about how the last you know, couple of years have gone. Sure, thank you. So my name is Igor Tomic. I uh, has been born in Ukraine, Kharkiv. I've got the uh, computer science and data security master degree. Uh, I worked in outsourcing from 2004, and I started my own software development company in 2011. Uh, it's called DashDevs. But from 2016, we jumped into the fintech space area, which is pretty interesting. And we are helping our clients in consultancy and software engineering mode. And I've been doing engineering. I've been doing business development. So that's my background, and that's something that we're helping our clients with. Yeah, and we're going to come back to the fintech side of things because there are some really interesting things that you're doing there at DashDevs. But I'd also like to start about this with this gigantic elephant in the room, which is obviously the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. And it has really created a huge amount of headaches for obviously a lot of people, but for yourself in particular. Can you talk a little bit about how those last 18 months have been for you and your team and some of the, the realities that you're facing right now? Um, yeah, it's been quite irrational, I would say. I never imagined myself being in such situation. And um, starting from 24th February, life has changed quite a lot for me personally, my family and the company, how we helping our clients and working remotely and digitally. Uh, we had to close our office in Kharkiv. We had the development office there for almost 150 employees. And we had to evacuate people, making sure that people are moved to safe places. And uh, we had to think how to serve our clients during those times of uncertainty and make sure that people are having stable income. Uh, I wouldn't say that have, we haven't not been prepared for being digitally remote uh, company. We've been doing so for almost two years, starting with the COVID. But the pressure from the technology perspective, making sure that everyone is connected, safe, uh, has been quite big for us. And we managed to do so. So um, we learned quite a lot of lessons from that. And we see that staying connected and staying focused on the work and uh, services is really helping because uh, being in the country that is in the war with other country and invaded by other country is uh, pretty irrational and uh, disturbing. And if you have the work and you have uh, the connection with the outer world, because we're working with the clients in UK and the United States, helps uh, our employees to stay rational, uh, think clear, uh, do the work and make sure that they have stable financial income and they actually motivated to get through these events. Because if you're uh, basically admitting that you cannot do anything, it, it's pretty depressing. But the way how 
we have been prepared and structured before the full invasion uh, war, I, I think helped us a lot. And it's been challenging, but we made it through, I would say. Yeah, no, certainly I, I can only imagine how challenging it must have been. You know, there are a couple of pieces that you just mentioned that I think are worth highlighting. I think the first one is talking about, you know, the importance of being able to, from your own employee standpoint, keep um, salaries going into pockets. Obviously, that is a really important thing to be able to have in this kind of situation, some sort of confidence that, you know, I'm going to be able to take care of my basic needs, my basic necessities, because I am still getting some some money coming in. And I think you look at also from the standpoint of the community larger, this is obviously a really big concern, especially in times of war. You know, if you look back historically, people lose a lot in wars. This is obviously not a groundbreaking statement, but but people lose a lot. And we're in a moment now where actually if you flee, if you need to get out of a country, your bank account can follow you. Your resources can follow you. You can keep the, the digital side of your financial life going. And, and this is relatively recently that we've been able to do that. Um, and I think, again, it's really important. So, you know, when, when I think about the work that you're doing, that's one of the first things that comes to my mind. You also talked about um, the the kind of importance of work from a mental side of it, being able to you know have something that's rational that makes sense that you can engage with. Can you talk a little bit more about that? You know how your team and your colleagues are able to kind of focus on that side of things when so much so much uncertainty and unrest in other areas of their lives. Yeah, definitely. One of the lessons that we learned uh, from this year is actually that Ukraine has been and still is in really good shape shape of the digital experience in banking because uh, in the first week or two, it was quite unclear if you can get the cash out of the ATMs. And surprisingly, and if we compare right now to other countries, we see that the banking system work really well. Uh, so basically, you can connect to your bank account, you can use, you can uh, donate to volunteers, you can send money to family or friends who are in a struggle. So in this case, we learned that having digital experience really, really uh, important, not just from the customer like a uh, acquisition process but more for for the trust and um being loyal to customers because having an ability to open an account top up move the funds is essential and sometimes people are where the product managers are trying to develop the application not having in mind that the only thing that you might have is a mobile uh, application at the moment because uh, you're waking up, the city is bombed, you have to move to another city, you have a car, you have the mobile connection, and that's maybe the only way how you can uh, connect with your bank because the department uh, or the uh, the location of the bank, the branch can be closed, not functioning, and in other city they might be close too. So this is really important. And another thing that we learned, and it's pretty unique for Ukraine, we have the digital document application. It was introduced before the full scale, in, scale invasion. And in this case, if you even lost your documents, you can launch an application and you can use it in government um, offices or whatever. And it's pretty, pretty proven by this year that it's not just the marketing. It's the real life that drives and gives us an ability to use the things that we thought they're with us, but they're sitting right now in our pockets with the mobile applications. 
Yeah, a really good reminder there that the pieces that we create right now that are obviously, I mean, it is good marketing. It is able to say, look, this is a cool thing that you can do to manage your finances from anywhere. But those tools may very well end up being something that's worth way more than just you know marketing email, a TV commercial, or something that kind of differentiates your brand. I want to talk a little bit about some of the work that you're doing now. You know, when you look at the reality that's on the ground, where do you see yourself being able to make a big difference, you know, through Dash Devs or through FinTech Garden or any of the other pieces which you are uh, working on? I see our unique value as a Dash Devs as a crossroad company, because in one hand, we have the roots uh, coming from the software engineering, because we do quite a lot of engineering in digital space. We know how to structure the mobile applications, backend engineering infrastructure. But on the other hand, we have quite a lot of experience of the digital products and business development, helping to make sure that business model works that there are metrics and data that you can analyze and being the crossroad between technology and the product itself is a really good place because our clients are benefiting from the technology standpoint, but also they're finding uh, the partnership with us, how the digital product can be executed, enhanced, and making sure that it gets a certain market uh, level and market share. And another thing which I think is really important, uh, recently we launched a new community which is called Fintech Garden, because when I jumped personally in Fintech space area, uh, I found pretty irrational or amusing that there is no information about the technology. You cannot go and read really detailed or uh, proven by experience information about certain technology or vendor. And we are trying to build this place. It's called Fintech Garden. We are starting to digitalize information about banks, licenses, EMEIs, the technology companies, the tools that they are providing, and even business models, like how you would need to structure your product to make sure that people will use it because uh, quite a lot of startups in fintech, they're making this um, assumption that by bringing the tech, they will win the market. But I would say nowadays, it's not like that. You need to bring more understanding of the market and what are the needs of the customers rather than the technology because technology becoming cheaper and easier to grab and you need to compete on the level of understanding the clients and the market. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to be clear about something, the fintech garden, is there a region of focus that is particularly looking at, or is it something which you expect to be more global? Uh, right now, we started with the UK-only market because uh, you cannot uh, follow all the rabbits in the same time. Right. <laughs> and we in the UK market, we've been doing quite a lot for six years. We started with a um, wealth management platform. One of the key things that we delivered in the UK is uh, completely from the scratch. We developed the banking as a service platform, which is called Pi One. And on this platform, uh, the BTC brand doesn't um, uh, bank has been released in nine months. Uh, we built not just the mobile application on the fronted part, we built the core banking with the virtual ledger system, which allows uh, to connect with the different banking providers and card issuing and wealth management tools, which gives quite a complex product, uh, which gives you an ability to work as everyday banking, but also do the wealth management and invest into the bonds or portfolios. And this experience 
really gives us a good overview, a deep understanding of the tools available on the market. I can go hours and hours by listing the vendors, their advantages, disadvantages, their value propositions for smaller companies or bigger. And we are collecting this information in digital form uh, and uh, publishing on our website. And another thing which we think is going to be pretty good for UK market is driving the technology community. Because coming from Ukraine, it gives us a certain advantage because uh, software engineering community in Ukraine is pretty big. And there are special community which covers quite a lot of technology topics, but also business topics. Like uh, you can go and easily see the salaries of the particular engineer um, with a framework, I don't, a specific framework and specific number of years uh, of experience and understand the salary, their request, which I think doesn't exist in the UK market. You cannot understand how the current technology uh, is uh, usually paid. Uh, we see quite a lot of information right now about layoffs, but what is really happening with the market? Are the salaries growing? Are people cutting down their costs and salaries are going down? So by collecting this information and exposing to everyone, I think everyone will benefit from it. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. The idea that there's information that's out there which you don't have access to, but which you know would be really helpful for you is something which is a constant source of frustration in any number of areas in, in fintech and, and probably in other areas as well. But looking at it from the standpoint of the more you know, the more information you have that's available, the easier that information is to access, to search, the more helpful it is. And there's so many business cases that are, are really useful for that. You know, I want to talk quickly, and we're coming up on the end of our time here, but I want to just talk a little bit about you know, how your priorities have changed over the past couple of years. I mean, obviously, a lot of the pieces that you had in place at Dashdaz that you were working on the FinTech Garden, these are good initiatives outside of anything going on um, in a global political scale. But I would be stunned if the last couple of uh, months haven't shifted the way that you're thinking about your priorities as you look at what Dashdaz can do, what FinTech Garden can do. Do you find yourself gravitating towards new areas of interest? Or are you thinking about things that you would never have dreamed you'd be thinking about you know, a year ago? I would say the really first thing that we learned is sharing and taking care about our close peers. Because uh, if you're in a situation like Ukrainians right now, the only way to stay rational and effective is to give support to closest peers. And it might not be not just uh, co-workers or other companies like uh, friends and family, but also the community. And that's one of the reasons why FinTech Garden uh, has been started. We would like to give back to the industry and share the information that we have. And we think that quite a lot of information uh, will help other companies to not make mistakes that we did. Uh, because while you're executing, you're learning. And maybe it will help to make new cool stuff to other companies. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, again, about it's about that community, just like you were talking about with FinTech Garden. It's about creating an ecosystem where, obviously, we're competitors to some extent. But at the end of the day, we all have a lot in common with each other. And the more we can come together as a community, I think the better. Um, last question. I, I'm sure there are people who are listening to this and thinking, how can I help? And obviously, there's things that you can do as far as donating resources, donating time, 
Um, and, and those are obviously really good ideas, but I'm talking more about the types of areas that are really unique to the fintech community. Are there places where people who are passionate about the space can be pointing some of their talents to help make a difference, to help you know people on the ground right now in the Ukraine, or to help, you know, should something like this happen again in another part of the world, how can we deal with that? Is there any advice that you have for people who are looking to try and channel this into something positive? That's a really good question. I've been thinking quite a lot, and I think uh, it's good to understand the root causes of the situation. Uh, with the Ukrainians, I think the best that world can do is actually learn about Ukraine, uh, where it came from, how it's different from Russia, because one of the narrative is to actually give uh, a sense that there is no Ukraine or it's not it's not the way that it is. So making sure that you understand and you grasp the essence of the people or the situation is really important. There are quite a lot of information nowadays. If you would like to learn something about Ukrainians, you can um, see the course Making More Than Ukraine of Timothy Snyder, or you can learn it even in Wikipedia. So it, I think it's quite important to truly want to see what are the root causes and dive deep and explore the information and make sure that you understand not by uh, information that someone said, but by going checking yourself. Yep, absolutely. We have access to so much information and looking at it from the standpoint of understanding the people that you're working with, the people that you're trying to help is, is such an important thing to be thinking about. And we are really blessed to be in a time right now where you do have access to a mass, a massive amounts of information and understanding the cultures, the histories of the people that you're engaging with, I think is, is really vital. So um, I'm afraid we have to leave it there. This has been a really interesting conversation. Um, again, I've been talking to Igor Tomich of Dash Devs of FinTech Garden. Um, if you are interested in learning more there are, as I mentioned, a number of resources out there. Um, but Igor, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure for me. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening. <laughs>